Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. I'm going to have deep purple on my mind all day. <laughs> Smoke on the water. Okay. Hey, did you did you wash your underwear last night, Randy? No. Okay. <laughs> where where is this going? Oh, that's his, his well, lucky uh, his I'm lucky underwear. Stray. Yeah, his lucky underwear. You wear nasty underwear? Yeah, cuz the Yankees <laughs> won last night, so he can't wash his underwear until they lose, I guess. I don't know. I, Randy. I don't well. You know, we get into these superstition I, I, discussions. It's, it gets pretty ridiculous. I, I won't get too personal, but I did give them a break. How about that? Um, somewhat. So that's as far as I'll go right there. Well. <laughs> okay, Trey. We have a couple callers waiting. What a great way to transition to that. Uh, let's mm-hmm. talk with Jack. Jack, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, good afternoon, guys. Uh from what I've noticed, with her, me and my father argue about this all the time, he says you're never going to get to the quarterback rushing three down linemen. But yeah. when we first started the season, we run a 3-3-5, and it was almost a three-down lineman hybrid where two or three other guys were coming in there, but you didn't know where they were coming from. And we got to the quarterback, got pressure on the quarterback, and that – took the pressure off of our DBs, but it seemed like to me that when we went up against Texas A&M and uh, Alabama and Mississippi State, uh, we switched from running that 3-3-5 and, uh, 3-3-5 hybrid where you didn't know who was coming in, and we were number one in the sacks in the country to, to play in like a 3-2-5 or uh, a 3-2-6 or a 4-2-5. And it seemed like to me when they made that transition back to the three-down lineman where you blitz in a safety or a corner or a linebacker every time in the BYU game in the second half that we started having success stopping them again. I was wondering why we, uh, why did we get away from that? That's a good question. I don't know that the problem so much on defense is that is just how decimated they are in the secondary. Like um, – you know, Kentucky ran, you know, they ran a three, I think a three, two, six against Mississippi State, pretty much the same thing as Arkansas did and had a lot of success against Mississippi State. But I'm with you. I like the three, three, five where they have Drew Sanders down on the line of scrimmage. One reason they possibly maybe aren't doing that as much is because bumper pool has been banged up. And, um, you know, I guess you, you feel like you need to get some relief for your linebackers because they pretty much just use three linebackers. That could be private, right. but. Uh, I like the aggressive defense. I mean, you, you roll the cool. dice and you pay for it sometimes, but, you know, when you're Arkansas and they've been playing the way they have, you, you kind of just have to do that. And your best, it, it seemed like the first part of the season, the the best, the strongest part of the defense was, you know, getting after the quarterback with Jordan Dominic and Drew Sanders. And both those guys have been, yep. you know, pretty limited here lately as far as, as getting sacks. So, yeah. Right. Maybe. I think it's because we went away from that. And, you know, you say we're going to roll the dice, 
But, I mean, with decimated corners and the corners that we have, the personnel mm-hmm. that we have, we're rolling the dice, rolling anyway. the dice <laughs> even if we get eight back there. Exactly. So, I mean, exactly. we, you might as well take a chance trying to pressure that quarterback into making a bad throw or getting a sack. I agree. I, I don't yeah. disagree with that at all. Okay. Well, I don't I know think, what else I to say. You said I can't sit here and argue with you. You know, Thank usually you, we go back and forth, but I, I agree with him. Well, so. But again, Trey, don't don't you think a lot of that has been not just the injury to bumper pool, but the secondary as a whole. You're trying oh, yeah. to give as much help in the secondary, and and I do believe the catalyst that has opened up uh, opportunities for Jordan Dominic or whoever else it may have been uh, to get sacks themselves is because Drew Sanders uh, was part of that rush package, and you take Drew out of that package because he's blitzed very little lately or rushed very little mm. lately. I think it goes back to the injuries in the secondary, and you mentioned the the banged-up bumper pool that uh, it's just been Barry Odom believing he'd rather have Drew Sanders back there trying to provide some help rather than putting it all upon that uh, freshman secondary, mm. it seemed like. It looks like he had at least two freshmen out there running around this past Saturday. Yeah. Well, you make very good points too, Randy. The caller made good points. You make good points. I don't wow. know that there's a great answer either way. That's the problem. You I don't know. know that you've ever said I made a great point. I'm kind of stunned. Yeah. Is right that now. true? That's that's not true, Randy. So I guess the that's next question, true. Trey, is how many of Arkansas's <laughs> commitments for the 2023 class are in the secondary? Five. Five. Well, that's a good, that's good news. That's yeah. good news. Jalen yeah. Jalen Braxton is really re- highly rated. I think he was number 108 or 109 uh, in the country on 24/7 Sports on the last rankings that came out. Dallas Young's also really highly regarded, one of the top 10 prospects in the class. So uh, they have they are bringing in a lot. I would expect also when transfer portal season arrives uh, that we see them really dive deep into the secondary and uh, and defensive line and you know. Sam Pittman's kind of indicated that, you know, linebacker wouldn't be as big a priority. They, they like their young linebackers a lot. But I would still – I mean, they're losing bumper pool. Yeah. Everybody's talking about Drew Sanders going first round, you know. I don't so, know about that, but, it, but he, he well, could be drafted. Sure Mel Kuyper has him as his top inside linebacker right well, now. Um, Chris Turnage tells us that Mel Kuyper's not correct on that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he did say Drew Sanders would definitely be drafted if yeah. he goes out. Yes. Well, I mean, Drew all, Sanders all, is also certainly all due respect. A lot of accolades. Yeah. Certainly, all due respect to, to Chris Turnage. Um, yeah. But there are thirty-two but, different teams but, with thirty-two different opinions. Yeah. You know, but, but either and, way, um, either way, there's a chance he and Poole will both be gone, and so yeah, right. they they need to be thinking about linebackers. Yes. I think they do too. I, I really like Poopal, uh, but. Mm-hmm. It just feels like forever. This has been an issue with just not yeah. enough, not enough linebackers. Yeah. Um, you know, plus you had Marco Avant medically retire before the season started, and so that was another young linebacker. Um, I'm not, I don't know how good he was because he never really got. He was never ever healthy, really. So I don't know how big a loss that was. Um, so they're going to definitely hit that in the transfer portal, though. I mean, when that that comes up, the old and there's, you know, Sam said today there's like five or five to eight players or something like that that they and not all of them are graduating seniors like Jalen Catalan for example you know can come back um and Jalen has two more years I guess if he wants it uh but he's uh he's graduating so he included him in that but he said there's like five to eight players that they would like to 
try to get to come back next year, and a lot of them are on the defensive line. Let's check in with uh, Blue Pig. Blue Pig, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, I do. And, uh, Trey, I'm uh, up here in the Windy City, and it's been windy, but this weekend it's going to be 75, so it's going to be balmy. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be nice in Fayetteville. It's uh, supposed to be a little windy here also this weekend. How's there but, a game on uh, this weekend? I, I don't have my schedule with me. I left no, in Arkansas is off, and then you don't even get to watch Auburn play. You know, usually that's one of the good things about a bye weekend. You can watch the opponent, but they're off too. Oh, okay. Well, and uh, yeah, we we we're going to have to play them, obviously. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, Ole Miss is going to be tough. My question and comment is, basically, we've got a situation where we stumbled out of the gate again. Am I right? Well, we stumbled a little out. bit out. Of, they were they had, they'd stepped out of the gate a little bit, but, yeah, then they stumbled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we've got something going, but then we had a problem. Yeah. And then we came back, and you think that it the team is getting more cohesive, and the, and, and the defense, you know, we all know about the problems there, and I love Bumper Pool. Between Bumper Pool and Traylon Burks, I can't think of two better ambassadors for Arkansas. Yeah, no, you're you're right. Both very good players. Um, you know, Grant Morgan was a pretty good one, too. I, I feel like they're missing a little bit Thank on defense. Would, I think they're missing Grant Morgan's, you know, leadership, vocal leadership. Uh, he really was, you know, a guy that kind of tied that team together. Uh, obviously, they're missing Burks from more of a on-field phys- physical standpoint, just how good he was. Uh, but also missing Jalen Catalan on the back end, I think, is, you know, has been something that's hurt him. But um, Pittman said today they expect everybody back that's, you know, not lost for the season or not named Torian Carter. And they're thinking maybe last couple of games for Torian Carter, definitely a bowl game. Uh, but that's – kind of where they are him with him. Obviously, uh, Ladarius Bishop and Jalen Catalan aren't coming back, but um, Kari Johnson, Jaden Johnson, um, Malik Chavez, and Miles Slusher. Miles Slusher, of course. Uh, Miles Slusher, they're expecting to get all those guys back and then hopefully a healthier bumper pool. And, you know, it's not just those guys. Like, they're not – they're not really even scrimmaging. You know, usually during a bye week, you'd scrimmage the young guys, but they're not really doing that. They're just really focused on getting healthy for this five-game stretch. And you know, that includes K.J. They're not even throwing K.J. this week. He's, his shoulder's been just a little bit sore, so they're uh, taking it down a notch with him and letting letting him just, you know, get fully rested. Uh, so I think that's probably the right approach to it. They're, they're doing some Auburn prep, jumping into some stuff a little bit early, probably a little bit earlier than they – you know, you normally would do in a bye week. So um, that's got to be the focus right now is just getting healthy because there's not a break, and so you got to take advantage when you get one. I've taken advantage. Trey, are I've, you getting any I've cleaned out of... my office. It's been nice. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, uh, are you getting any kind of sense about where they're going to play Hudson Clark? Do you get Both the sense spots. they're going to leave him at safety? or uh, Okay. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like it could be, you know, different every week, just depending on, you know, health and and all of those things. Uh, I like personally, I think I like leaving him at safety. I mentioned I agree. the other day what I think the lineup should be in the secondary, and I just think they need some more at safety. And he's been playing well. Obviously, he was SEC co-defensive player of the week. 
I agree. All right, let's check in with uh, Larry. Larry, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Afternoon, gentlemen. How are you doing today? Man, doing good. Thank you, Larry. Um, I, I got a couple of questions. Um, number one, on Jalen Catalan, with him coming back this season after the shoulder injury, and now he's got the set, the other shoulder is now injured. Do do we look at him coming back to try to show some pace because he? last two years, just like two years, he hasn't played hardly at all. And yeah. I know I know he has aspirations to go to the NFL. Well, if it's me, I you know, I would think he would need to come back next year to have something to show that number one, he is healthy, but also to show that, you know, he hasn't had to drop off with missing out. So, um what what are y'all's thoughts on that, guys? So I asked Sam Pittman about that Thank today you, actually. It's been one of the most often questions I get. And he talked to Jalen yesterday just about where things stand with him and doesn't really have any answer from him. And It's still a process he's got to make a decision on. And it's a conundrum because I think that we all feel like Jalen Catalan was, you know, probably going to play his last season at Arkansas this year and, and be a top – you know, top three rounds draft pick, maybe even as early as first. We saw him on some mock dra- mock drafts in the first round. Uh, so it's it's you hate it for him just because it's such a pickle to be in because you know he had his eyes on on the NFL. He might have had his eyes on the NFL last year before he was injured, also, uh, and then to come back and then have the shoulder injury just you, you just feel for him. I don't know that he would get drafted based on his injury history. You know, being hurt in the last two games and you know even seeing the injury it didn't look like it was something that you know you'd say wow that was you know that's definitely a, a severe injury you know when it happened uh, he kind of fell on the ground I think uh, trying to go after the quarterback so he could declare for the NFL try to make a roster you know maybe as an undrafted free agent you know that that could be the path for him uh, or he could come back to Arkansas hope that he completes a, a healthy senior season and you know he is graduating also so he, he'll be graduated um and hope he completes a healthy senior season and then maybe gets drafted like we were talking in the top three rounds um i think he needs feedback from you know from uh, the nfl on on you know what they're feeling about him but i really just hate it for him it's one of the things that just really stinks about football you, you spend all that time preparing we were talking the other day uh, uh, Rick, about you know spending 48 weeks out of the year mm-hmm. focused on football uh, for 12 weekends <laughs> and yeah, that's right. uh, or 13 you if you make a bowl first. game. Then you go yeah. out on the first, yeah. And the way Catalan, I mean, Catalan has played. What is he? He probably had like three healthy games in the last two years. Oh, two years, yeah. That's yeah. Right. I mean, that's that's brutal. It's tough. I, mean, I, I can't imagine. You know, you got to be you got to be mentally tougher than I am to endure that and then fight and battle your way back and mentally more mentally tough than most people so basically we have no clue and that's that's I, right i don't know and i don't think i don't think Jalen has, has a clue i don't think Jalen even knows right now yeah so that larry hopefully answered your question but uh really a lot still to be determined in regards to Jalen Jalen catalan um this from piggy smalls uh, from our 
Asher Record Service Company live in feedback question for Trey. Um, what does Rocket Sanders have to do to get more carries just 15 last game? Well, not fumble. That's the reason he only had 15 last game. They He put the ball on the turf once and lost the fumble on the first drive. They didn't go away from him then. They kept going to him. Then he had another fumble, which might have not been a fumble, uh, but it still was close. It was close enough to where it's just like, you know, you got to be careful, more careful. And that's sometimes how you send a reminder. They really like the other backs, Dominion and, um, and A.J. Green. I asked Sam about that a little bit today, just the running back rotation and, and you know, his thoughts on it. Dominic Johnson also. And so that's that's mainly why. I actually think it worked out a little bit in Arkansas's favor because he was super fresh when he, you know, um, in the second half had that big 64-yard run, which I think was Arkansas's last touchdown of the game. Yeah. So he was super fresh at that point. But Rocket has had – he's getting plenty of carries. I mean, I don't think there's – you know, he, he may have only had 15 in the last game. But most games, he gets plenty of carries. He's actually, I think he's third in the nation right now in rushing at an SEC school with a schedule that Arkansas has faced. It's pretty impressive. And, you know, the days of backs getting like, you know, 30-plus carries, that's that doesn't happen very often. Missouri had a back, I guess, last year that had the most carries ever against Arkansas or something. But uh, for the most part, you know, Rocket's getting a pretty significant amount of carries. And then the other question, Dorian Gerald, is he playing? Yeah, he's out there. He's not He's not starting, but he's he's been getting action. I'd say between five and seven, maybe max of ten snaps a game. At end, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, helping on special teams also. Right. So... Uh, not abundance of snaps, but he is playing some. Well, I'll trade that time with Fast today. Thank you. That is straight video. Yes, Fogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company.